now tuned in to this week's episode of Tribal Research Specialists, the podcast. A podcast about tribal people, our communities, and discussions on reclaiming our research traditions. We aim to uncover the true meaning of research methodological approaches that are currently operating in tribal life with implications for tribal communities and avenues for knowledge production. We would also like to thank our patrons, Ryan, Marzena, Brian, Rachel, Emma, and Travis. Thank you for your contributions to the show. And if you haven't contributed, or if you're an avid listener, please think about rating our show in your favorite podcast app. And thank you for tuning in. What what do you think that song sounds like? What does that sound like to you? Well, it's definitely a forty nine soon song, but it's a Christmas song, isn't it? I don't know. Doesn't it sound like a Christmas carol? <laughs> <laughs> I never which thought. One? Yeah, which Christmas carol are you referring to? <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. Okay. Okay, I'll play just. Uh, let's. I'll play the end. Yeah, I'll just play the beginning. Just, just play the chorus. There you go. Give it a listen. I can't hear. Which it. Christmas Carol? Listen to it. Which Christmas Carol? We, yeah, play the second verse. Of it. The second verse. It's not a Christmas carol. It's um, <laughs> it's a what? What is it like? What do you I, know about I, it? I, I I know very little. Again, this is this is from uh, this collection, and there's a, there's a gal who comes on uh, about th- three or four songs in and says says that these are owl dance songs. And, well, I could um, tell you right now. Okay. That that song was recorded in the fifties, in the early fifties. <laughs> how, how, Am I how do right? You, I don't know. Well, for well, for one, that's when owl dances were like. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you're right. Yeah, it blew up, and, and then. Uh, but that song has a very poppy tone to it. Yeah. So that probably means the composer was listening to the radio. Ah, uh, yeah. Some, uh, you know, some Hank Williams or, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, no, you start seeing that in the yeah. song structure and like the way that, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the tone or the, um, melody of, yeah, of, yeah, this is Owl Dance. That was an Owl Dance song. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, 
I mean, it's hard to know for sure, but that's what the person says. And, you know, I think what's important about everything that you said there is really acknowledging, acknowledging the influence of these tunes, because I don't, you know, I, I don't, you know, indigenous folks, native folks, tribal folks, whatever you want to call them, we're influenced by the things that uh, uh, we are surrounded by, just just by default. We just can't, like you said, you listen to the radio, and you get a good old Hank Williams tune or 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 whatever Keith Whitley, and man, you get inspired to make make some tune about that with the, you know what I mean? Did you, Stony Park. Did Stony Park. Put- yeah, Stony Park is a good example of that. You know. They, they you you put Keith Whitley and Hank Williams in the same. <laughs> I was <sentence>. trying to, <laughs> I was trying to expand a generation of country songs. What you got against Keith Whitley, partner? Uh, everything. Ah, oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Harsh. No, okay. So, so this, okay. So this brings up. Uh, what what are you gonna say? Uh, say it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> because nothing. I have a follow up. Okay, okay, okay. You had something, but you, you hesitated. You no, I didn't. Shy. I didn't have anything. I was just oh. <laughs> interrupting you is what I was Oh, oh right, 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 right. Okay. So acknowledging uh, the influences and or acknowledging um, the historical background of anything is, is kind of important, right? Like you, you'd want to mm-hmm. be acknowledged for, um, say, where you come from. I, I don't know. Would you? Or do you, would you rather be anonymous? I I said yeah just now, like I yeah. said. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is no. Most of the time, no. Yeah, I yeah. You just want less. you just want to be rogue. Go rogue. Fly under the radar. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. <laughs> Going rogue. Well, okay. So there's there's this emerging trend, and you know Uh-oh. what I'm talking about because I said acknowledgement. There's this emerging trend in institutions. And or organizations um, that are um, say it, man. <laughs> that are developing these formal recognitions of, for lack of a better word, traditional custodians or custodial relationships between uh, local native people and the land in which they are residing. Now, this trend is not limited to spoken word. This trend is also infiltrating into academic text. It's infiltrating into uh, performative um, expressions such as art and poetry. Um, I mean, in, anywhere you go, you, you, may, you may hear a land acknowledgement. Would you say that's partially true or fully true? Yeah, I only hear it at I only hear it when it's Indians talking to Indians. <laughs> like if you go to like a BLM, like a BLM meeting or like a, they don't start like they don't start. Like, it's just Indians. Right. We're we're a wacky bunch, you know? <laughs> In a way. Hey, you know what? You know th- there's even even hockey teams in Canada are starting to start their games or their matches. What is, what is a hockey game called? A match? A game? Um, what is it called? Starting their, their competition. A, a match? Yeah. A match? I think a it's match? a match. 
starting their match. <laughs> starting what? their contest. Their contest. There you go. Their what? A versus. If you're under the age of 12, <laughs> you, you call it a versus. It's a versus. Yeah. Starting R their versus. Or just a V? Yeah. Dad, you want a 1v1 me? <laughs> yeah. You want to come at me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one we... v one. <laughs> so the land acknowledgement, yeah. Um, you know, um, I think there's a lot of discussion about this, and I think a lot of it, a lot of it is, um, I I don't know if you'd say controversial, but because it is Indians talking to Indians about it, we always fight about something. Always are battling always maybe unhappy with want revisions to um want to be included well, we're, in we're doing it right now we're yeah. Just... yeah yeah we're doing we're doing it now um so we brought um we brought we have with us a couple of guests who are impassioned you could say inflamed is that a, could you can you be inflamed by a topic <laughs> i think that's more of a medical condition right <laughs> yeah let's let's not talk about inflammation <laughs> who are <laughs> who are inflamed by or I, I don't know let's let's hear it this emerging trend what's some of the issues what are some of the issues so we've got uh Celicia. And her pal, whose birthday it is, Annie. What what, what are the issues? Because and you guys I wanted have been... to start off my first time here with my own land acknowledgement. <laughs> the picture located a, behind you. A yes, of... I wanted to be super um, cool with my land background. Uh, I want to acknowledge have that... an acknowledgement of this is the land where I come from. Was literally where, out of. Where is that? Yeah, where's that? Where the Spokane and the Columbia River meet. Oh, so, so you're acknowledging the engineers who built that bridge, built that bridge on the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so just beyond that bridge is Fort Spokane. Yeah. And this side of the bridge is like the Spokane, where the Spokane Reservation starts. Yeah. And that's where I'm from. Cool. Literally right there. Literally. Literally. At the oh, bridge. No. At, I, I'm <laughs> I've resided under the bridge. Literally. Actually. <laughs> but more like figuratively. <laughs> that's a, like, I, I, I said that to literally, my kids. Literally, actually. I said yeah. I came from a time where the word literally meant literally, not figuratively. <laughs> like. <laughs> like actually and literally. Yeah. Together. <laughs> Together. So what is this? That's a good word to say. So, <laughs> okay. so what is it? What is it? I mean, what do you what is your feel? Aaron, Celicia, Annie about this emerging trend of the land acknowledgement. Now Aaron said it's more of an Indian mm -hmm. v Indian <laughs> thing. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I think I would say this. I would say that um, it it doesn't seem to really come from like traditional people. 
It comes okay. from like um, the a lot of popular native culture is designed and developed by people on the fringes. It's never like people in the trenches, right? Yeah. Okay. And so um, it just doesn't. It I, I've always felt kind of uncomfortable with land acknowledgments. Right. Like there's just something in me that's like saying like this is weird. Like why are we doing this? And yeah. I I mean I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. I'm, I have an uneasy feeling with it. It's weird in the sense that you it's like I feel like I missed that part and but by the time I got to know it then all of a sudden it skipped ahead to what about me? <laughs> what about everybody else? What about all the other tribes? Yeah, what like do where does it stop? Yeah, start? I'm like oh. I'm like stop? wait. I like didn't even get to hear the first acknowledgement and I'm already have to defend myself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait now, what do you mean? I mean So so it's it gets read too fast? Or <laughs> Or you mean there's too no, many things No, it's like what Aaron was saying. It's like it's like um I don't know. I feel like it was new to me and then um yeah. Before I even had a chance to sort of soak it in, I was yeah. already getting um, like somebody from another tribe saying, but what about my tribe? Oh, <clears throat> we were okay. here too. And I was like, why? I just now first heard this in my life. Right. Wait yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're right. Like, <laughs> you, before the thing is even over, you're, you're like, you can't even absorb it and you don't even know. It's so, and it's new. And you're like, wait, when did, they, when did we start doing this? This is yeah. a thing now, like what? And then yeah. when people are attacking, you know, and it's like, uh, what do I do? You know? Yeah. yeah. Let's start citing battles, citing battles, guys. Yeah. Give me a yes. battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in so 18. So there's an app, I guess. <laughs> there's an app. I, I guess there's an app that you can go on and it'll tell you, I haven't seen it, but like it'll tell you whose land you're on. Oh yeah, I've seen. And I that. think this. Uh, it, so, you text a number, right? Like that thing. Is it called Zillow? <laughs> 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 I'm actually on Fee Land. It's a ten-acre lot with water and power. <laughs> but it's only secretarial water. Oh yeah. Well, still, yeah. <laughs> I think that app was developed by some white folk, right? No, I I'm not sure, but. I think one of the criticisms of that app that I know of is that it's it's built off of or it partially constructed from um, treaty treaty derived boundaries. I, at least that's what I've heard. So they're not necessarily capturing Aboriginal territories, and you see that a lot with like um, um, some of the, the the information produced, like for um, Indian Education for All or whatever they call it in other states where. They get a map and they say, okay, this is these are the Aboriginal territories, but actually they're treaty derived territories and boundaries. So oh, then it So this brings up a good question though. Yeah. What is it? In Indian in Indian country, like of course we're telling tales out of school here, secret yeah. information. It's like do you ask that tribe where they were from? Because they're gonna claim everything. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you see that. Way, or do you, they're going to all the way and all the way to the North Pole. All yeah, the way and all the way to, 
<laughs> and all the way. <laughs> and it's and then, long. And then, because then I say like, so like, so how about this? What if, so I'm a Crow Indian. And what if you ask a Crow Indian where his Aboriginal land is? I mean, damn, it's going to get out of hand. But what if I go yeah. to 13 different tribes and say, where, where do you know of the Crow to be? Yeah. And that's going to paint a very different picture, man. It is. It is. For sure. So like, like whose definition are we going on? And really what it comes down to is it burns 15 minutes before the meeting starts. That's all it's for, man. <laughs> Try a half hour. Well, so should this, should this take, and, and should this be in lieu of uh, prayer? <laughs> oh, no, we didn't even start talking. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't yeah. do the prayer. So that's another uh, 15. So we're talking, let's see, add that at 45. Stop. We only got 15 minutes left to talk about the issue. And and. <laughs> And when did when did Indian prayer become just getting in trouble? Like you ever <laughs> notice lately? Like it feels like when people pray in public or like they pray for like we're gonna pray for this, it just feels like a guy's talking to you and he's just getting mad about how nobody knows anything. <laughs> like what this is weird. <laughs> I just, yeah. So then yeah. we gotta go yeah, through like... the the public scolding. And then we got to go through right. the, the kind of woke white guy that comes up and then he <clears> talks <throat> about like how good their relationships are. And then, but before that comes up, this lady, I've noticed they've been coming up and they always send a lady. If you notice that on land acknowledgements, <laughs> and she'll come up with like an official, like a folder. It's like an official, like, like an executive oh. order thing. Yeah. Is leather like bound. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's Siren. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, she's what? the muse. She's the oracle. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Biblical. And then it's this like it's this rehearsed, like it's this rehearsed wah, thing. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I get it. I get it. So the it, the issue then is a couple things so far. It's who who is recognizing who within the land acknowledgement this is becoming the new intertribal warfare is get your tribe in the land acknowledgement by x institution because of whatever reason if it's not well then i'm i'm going to be upset by that and the other issue i guess would also be um I, I, how how meaningful is it and what is its purpose i mean i i, I see the i see some i see um the work of many generations before me to be acknowledged or to um i, I don't know to be acknowledged but to, to to for someone to say hey oh yeah we did some we kind of did some bad things and this is the start and i don't know how you feel about that i don't know how anybody feels about that but it's it's work towards something and i don't know i don't is, know is it though i don't know that's what i i want to know is it is it I think it's. I think it's like. What? Well, like I think intentions. it's like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Again. What she said. Try again. I think good it's intentions. Like, um. When you get. Well, what I see from it is, I never heard it until like probably about two years ago, and um, I think it's not something to personalize because it's somebody who has somehow managed to get a little bit of education under their belt without getting a 
Native American studies degree, so they don't know anything and they're not going to go get a Native studies degree, but they want to know and they're trying to have humility. And so right. they're trying to, to show their own humility and that they mean well and they're open-minded. Yeah. And I see that, but I think it sort of gets taken out of context because you have different generations, you know, old to young. And I feel like me being sort sort of in the middle, like I think that it's a good intention and I think that it's worth acknowledging their effort. I mean, I don't know how much it's worth, but I think right. just the fact that that's even being said, it's it's good in the sense that like, where you tend to hear it, I feel like it's like in a like in a urban setting, and you would never really hear that too much being on the res at home because these days right. when you drive where I live and then you drive to town, there's a big old sign that advertises for um, tribal tyranny, a book on tribal tyranny. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and it's like right. around here they're they're not gonna acknowledge anything like that, and so I think it's a a fight we're finally seeing um like as a group of non Indians they're trying to say something, but they're not really quite sure how to do it i guess sure 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 well yeah, I see that like, i see that well 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 intended well and, intended and I think like when you think of it. Like from their, like they don't know what else. Like to them, they're doing like this good deed. Like to right. them, they're they're doing something. They feel like a big person for acknowledging this and saying this. And I think for a lot of native people, like for like I think it's almost like a um, like arrogance. You could almost take it like arrogantly because it's like, oh, you're just gonna acknowledge that, like you know that. Oh yeah, well this was this is Indian territory. This is, uh, you know, indigenous land, but we're on it now. So it's yeah. like, you, you can take that kind of. That's kind of how I take it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine, like, I think a lot of people do in a lot of, like a, a lot of times, because it's like, if you're on, if you, you have this like mind, like your mind, it kind of goes there. Cause it's like a, like we're like i think that we're used to that like acknowledging something is like to honor it in a way so like that's not honoring to just say that yeah this used to be your land but now we're on it and we're this is what we we're doing now so like, yeah so this is where you used to be and we want to acknowledge that <clears throat> but now you're <laughs> but also up there too, under like, res, so that's cool. It simply it simply comes down to like does land acknowledgments feed Indian people? That doesn't do anything. That, that was gonna be my my next question. Who is it really for? I mean, is it is it for <laughs> for the institution to say we're sorry or we we want to recognize this land that I don't know. You could put anything after that that was stolen, gifted, treated. Uh, seated. I don't know what you want to say, but w what does it do for 
the I guess if it was on if it was in an institution, what does it do for the native students sitting there listening to their university president to say this was your land or this is your Aboriginal territory? What what does that do? I don't know. I mean, we're I think we're beyond. I don't think it does much to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we're we're I don't ever remember a land acknowledgement when I was in school as an undergraduate or as a graduate. Or and how did that make you feel? No, I don't remember. How's that? How, oh, no, how, how, how's that make you? How's it make you feel right now that knowing that it wasn't? I mean, I, I wasn't there. I don't. I don't feel no way. No, about no, it. no, 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 no. I want you to sugarcoat it. I want you to tell me how you feel. How does that make you? I don't feel, feel nothing. I feel nothing. You know, we're not going to ever progress if you don't. If you don't <laughs> be honest. If you don't come out and tell us how you really feel, we're never going to grow. <laughs> I I'm fine with it. I I made it. I survived. And see, and see, that's the problem. And there's yeah. the problem. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. This guy is on it. What is it? Are I you know. Drunk? Aaron's mad. Are you mad about are land you, acknowledgement, Aaron? Are you coming off of a dry, <laughs> are you like dry drunk? More underlying I'm, dry, I'm dry drunk. He's dry drunk. Are you and mad that? Did we forget no, to I'm acknowledge the land? He's hey. <laughs> just being somehow. No, 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 a, no. Okay, I don't. A, I just want to know. I want to know this. You know, there's. I'm sure there's many different opinions about it. Maybe, but we're 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 trying to get the opinion of the folks who are in the like Aaron said in the trenches. We don't frequent, I suppose, mainstream institutions. We don't frequent the conference trails for the most part, and um. I don't. I don't know. Have you ever I, seen your? Have you ever seen your own tribe do a land acknowledgement? That's that's what I was wondering. Do do tribal colleges that's, need to do land acknowledgements? That's where you I have, get no. That's oh. where. Well, this is this is the thing. Is like um, they're referenced somebody in the tribe to get the land acknowledgement statement there, but to me, it's like some sort of. It's confusing, I guess. It's like a yo-yoing because what I see is there's like a large group of people that um, fought. They fought for something. They fought to. They fought for some sort of recognition, and they're um, now that there's some sort of progress on whatever it was that they were doing because we're not really aware of it because a lot of times it will happen in that like academic setting or like in the political setting where everybody's not there and you're not even really sure what they were trying to do because they don't tell you until after it's already been published or after it's the law has been passed and then they try to inform everybody okay everybody we won we won we we got this figured out or we talked about this and and so then by the time it gets to you, it's like, okay, what did we win? Like, what is, and so I'm just seeing like, there's like these different, different groups that are fighting for some sort of social justice and then they want it, but it's hard to understand what it, the, what happens after that? Like, because now, then it turns out, for? yeah, it turns What's out like afterward, afterward when when they got it accomplished it turns out that even though they wanted that they didn't even really consult in what we're referring to as people in the trenches 
they didn't really consult in their own people to even really know how that was going to come off as. And so now you, I think people are taking it just a lot of different ways. And I just get confused. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I mean, I didn't need it to to be acknowledged. I already knew this is where we came from. (laughs) And I always thought that, like I would have told you that myself. Like, I don't think it's okay, but yeah, I think think where I, go forward with right like i think that instead of like instead of being angry about it or instead of taking that approach to it like how can we help these people do something with it because i think of like i remember we were talking one time salisha about the government making an acknowledgement because when they do that then that means they have to do something about it so that's in government terms or whatever like or or um, more political terms, but it's like, if you think of it in that sense, it's like, oh, well, that's a first step. That's, that is a step for them. And so, so if you, if you try to take a more like positive um, look at it, like, okay, well, they're making this step. Let's help them make that next step forward. Like, how can we do that? And what do we want from that? Like, how can we help them understand that it's nice that you want to do this land acknowledgement, but this is how it really makes some people feel because this land, you know, if you want to make, you know, real land acknowledgements, it's like, like you were, like Shandine were saying about like battles, like really like, let's talk about the battles that happened here and the blood that's spilled here. And like, man, I mean, if, and that's just our territory. I mean, if you look at like the United States as a whole, like it's not just indigenous blood that has been spilled on the land, you know, like there's. It it reminds me of one of those word problems on the, on your math, you know, where they give you like all these, these um, pieces of information and you have to sit there and figure (laughs) out what's missing. Yeah. The giraffe giraffe can't be housed by the lions. (laughs) And there's only enough food to feed six monkeys. Right. And the train is going at 16 miles per hour. And there's a track outage in Milwaukee. Who do you feed first? The lion? With a nor'easter. With a nor'easter. Wind coming. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Um, this is This is complicated. It's like... It's like if you if you get upset because your favorite store doesn't carry um say organic plant-based hamburgers and so you complain to the manager say I want organic plant-based um hamburgers so they get organic plant-based hamburgers you proceed to buy the organic plant-based hamburgers bring them home cook them up and you say these are terrible these are terrible terrible burgers who in the heck why would anybody buy these? So you're getting something that you wanted, or maybe someone in your um, uh, community wanted, but then it's not exactly what you had intended. And there, there is, um, there is some uh, some native folks and native scholars saying, "Yeah, land acknowledgement is not enough. What's the action behind it?" And it it seems like it's this this really rushed, rushed movement. I get it. It's good. I mean, it, it, that's really one of the first questions I ask some folks who are seeking some guidance on how to connect with Native students, Native faculty, etc. Well, understand who, is, who the people are around you in the land that, that you're on. Not necessarily that you need to acknowledge that, but you need to make a personal 
commitment to understand the history of the people that live on that land. You don't necessarily need to make a dog and pony show out of it to go before the the campus and make a proclamation of acknowledgement. Dogs and ponies are so fun, Sean. Dogs and ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. That's I don't the, know. That's the only show you should be on. Dog and pony, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's how I see it is like um the effort is I think it's well meaning but maybe it's misplaced it's the organic plant-based hamburger down in uh, Wilson's food that nobody really wants to buy anymore cuz they found out they didn't really like it that much. I don't know. The impossible burger. Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you Shandin, I have no clue what the hell you're talking about. The plant-based Organic burger. I know. I just kind of, I just take it out of the old brain cave there. Uh, are we having plant burgers or not? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, if we went back, if you go back to like, like, say, even like fifty years ago, like how many, how many people that, like you said, what is asked for? Like, how many people said? How many times was it ever said? Like, we just want to be acknowledged. Right. Yeah. We just want to be. We just want to. We just want you because that's why you always hear like we're still here, we're still here. Like that's what you see in all the all videos and yeah documentaries, and it's always like I, we're I, still here. I guess that's that's always been my problem, is the um, there's this idea that I think there's a an entire population of Indian people that could care less what non-Indian people think. Yeah, and and I'm not. I don't even know necessarily where I stand, but I don't need them to acknowledge me. I don't need them to um, extend those pleasantries to me. I'm completely okay with the uh, with the kind of a business mindset, I guess, going into it. Which, if that fosters into something else, yeah, I think that's that's fine. But for the moment, like we're not going to eat dinner together, you know, like. Let's let's get in there, get what we have to do done, be as productive as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I, the problem I have with a lot of this stuff, it's not just land acknowledgments. It's like um, even Indian people, we do it where we're like, let's sing the. Let's, can someone come and sing an honor song? Like that drives me crazy, man. Yeah, you know, and like our our like our how the sing the the canonization of like ribbon skirts and um, yeah, all of this stuff where. It's all just trendy. So I'm having a hard time saying, all right, I'm cool with land acknowledgements. But part of me is saying, but are they even going to be around in three years, you know? <laughs> They'll be yeah. around if we put it in an applique onto a ribbon skirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I can, I'm going to, we're going to see some diehard. <laughs> We're gonna see some diehard. He's gonna have a tattoo. Like he's gonna have a tattoo and some land acknowledgement. Well, I'm currently ordering earrings. I'm ordering earrings that have a land acknowledgement on the earrings. <laughs> You're it's kidding, right? Most non non colonial. Wait, 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 are you serious? <laughs> are you serious about the earrings? Because I think you just. I think you just started a trend. That I think you just yeah. started a trend, and you it's did. gonna go. It's gonna go off. Somebody is beating them right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. They're gonna no, the, be the uh, most non-colonial so earrings I'm, ever. Made. I'm not yeah, against. So anti-colonial. They're just so decolonized. <laughs> uh, they're resilient, decolonized. 
They're cathartic. Ultra indigenous. Uh, just oh. <laughs> what was you gonna say? I think well, they're Aboriginal. My pale skin I don't know. So- <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, this is what I got. This is what I got. And, okay. and it reminded me of something. And so, you know, what I what I would hate to do is um, discredit the work that might that say my my mom's generation did to to um, be recognized. Like Annie was saying, you know, we just want we're we're here. We, we I don't I don't necessarily know. I don't. I don't ascribe to this deal that we want to be put on a pedestal or we want to be, we want to be recognized as something other than human. You know, we're, we're just, we're just people. We're trying to get by. We're trying to, uh, we have our own internal issues that I think are far more important than spending six meetings trying to craft a land acknowledgement. I mean, for, for crying out loud, you know, there's, there's other thing, other important yeah, things. Yeah, man. But that's that's internal. That's yeah. reservation stuff. That's that's tribal things. You know, things that Who we started we, the land acknowledgments. That, you know, I'm I'm curious we about that too. Acknowledge them. We, we need to acknowledge. Yeah. Them. I'd, like, I'd like to acknowledge. I'd like to acknowledge. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. You are. <clears throat> you are. I normally I normally don't sound this um, radio voicey with uh, <laughs> my baritone. Well, <laughs> I'm usually squeaky and loud and high pitched. Well, uh, so this <laughs> is <laughs> apparently apparently the land acknowledgement movement started, or I guess was was pretty prominent in uh, in some former British colonies. So it actually started external to this continent. So as you can imagine, um, Australia, New Zealand, I, I would imagine maybe or South it was Africa, New Zealand, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it actually, may have. Wasn't it New Zealand? And it was an actual like action, like it was, like they did something about it. It wasn't just an acknowledgement. It was like a a call to action like of some call. sort. Like yeah. I think the government actually, it was some. I, I don't know. I believe it. Like, I believe what would we want? Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about what we want yeah. next. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In so, I, I said all of possible okay. burger. <laughs> I said I said all of that, but I want people to I want listeners to know like I'm not trying to be crotchety. I'm not trying to I'm just saying like it seems like there's a lot of disclosure every yeah. yeah there's yeah. like a lot of dedication <laughs> to this subject and to this thing, and it's like it is. Let's just start the meeting, you know. <laughs> you ever you ever um you ever um you ever see like an old Indian dude or like an old Indian lady, and then like this, there's always a white guy that kind of hangs around the reservation, and then he sees these old folks, and then he'll go and try to greet them in in their language, and then they kind of like they res- they like think it's cool, but they kind of giggle too, <laughs> you know, like he he walk up and you know he's all excited because he learned a new word or something or learned and he come, runs up and he greets him and they're like yeah yeah and then they kind of answer him and that's to me like what land acknowledgement feels like it yeah. feels like that attempt to like say a word but it's kind of context is messed up and his yeah. accent's kind of weird but I mean it's like wow I mean he's trying but how but does he need to or just just come up and say hi and shake their hand you yeah know? to me that's what uh, kind of that same feeling that, yeah that awkwardness is the same feeling i get with land acknowledging 
I'm not against because it. Then but... they're all staring. They're all. It gives it. It's like the perfect time for all the non-indigenous <clears throat> people to stare at the indigenous. I, no, I know exactly. <laughs> this I, is as for soon you. As you started saying that, I was like, I was like, <laughs> like they look I'm for their brown you. person. Can I shake your hand? <clears throat> <laughs> or they'll put their hand on their heart afterward. Oh no! <laughs> and they kind of, oh. I feel and, like we could. Um, the I don't know. I think I just keep thinking about like this whole idea of um, bringing it back. You know, honing it in. You know, and, and yeah, yeah about, re- um, reeling it in. Sharp, like let's our place, it. our our place names, our place names. Like not doing a land acknowledgement, but just remembering that you know we have a place name, and that's all you. If you know that there's place names for these, then you know your people know this place. Right. That's actually that's, a way way better acknowledgement of like acknowledging an actual yeah. the actual name of. It's just a cooler. I think it's so. cooler too. Like it's not so feel, awkward. Yeah. I feel like or we're just, doing that. Or, like, or just go ahead. Sorry. We were on that. We were on, we were there for a hot minute and then all of a sudden we're not there. But I don't know how to get back to that. Dude, sometimes but in Indian countries, especially academics, once academics grabs it, it's gone, man. It's gone. It, <laughs> it just spiral. chopped up like baloney, you know? Yeah. You know, that's important one yeah. it is not ex- acknowledging a, a race of people, but acknowledging the, the existence of events and uh, occurrences on that land, like you said, is pretty important. I mean, uh, uh, I remember remarking at some, I don't know what it was, a talk of some sort, but uh, remarking on, on a rock that was on campus at the University of Montana saying, oh yeah, that rock is, was a marker for, for a foot race. I mean, that's that's acknowledging something that's pretty important. A small piece of history. I don't have to go into this long, uh, long uh, diatribe about uh, every tribe that had passed a, through the the Missoula Valley. It's, it's a lot more tactful too. Yeah, like, yeah, the, and it don't have tact, to occur at the beginning. There's a tactfulness to Yeah, it's sprinkled no, man, throughout. Like, <laughs> sprinkled throughout. It's like a it's like no. an academic <laughs> talk <laughs> enhancer. <laughs> the <laughs> academic talk enhancer. <laughs> It's like it's like uh it's like replacing a Times New Roman. It's it's just good. Yeah. <laughs> Who even uses Times New Roman? I mean It's like geocache. Geocache. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that one that called? Cam- Cambria? Cambria. Cambria. No. You talking about a geological era? Geocache. Yeah, geocache. What? A geocache is like a, geocache. a storage you of like. You find little things. You yeah. find a spot. A geocache. Like put some, put some geocaching yes. in your in your in your academic talk or your your. Le- I don't know. I'm I'm listening. Okay. Do it. Let's. <laughs> I was talking more about fonts, but. I know. Yeah. I, I, okay. <laughs> let's let's listen to this next song. Cambria. Cambria, New Times Roman. Came, New Times oh, Roman. oh, you're talking. I thought you were talking about the like the inside of a tree. That's cambium. That's and I thought you were talking about a geological like area. A- area. Get era. out of here with that. <laughs> Aerial. Aerial means in the sky. Right? Camera drone.
So that's um again another round dance. I mean, I'm sorry, owl dance song that we're we're not sure it's uh, these, it's these origin. Owl dance, yeah. These owl dance songs are um kind of a genre unto itself, even different from round dance singing or like yeah. um push dance singing or yeah. Owl dance songs are I think underappreciated because um, there, there was a recording that came out, I think, in maybe about 10 or 15 years ago now, maybe longer. Yeah. And it's called um, Owl Dance Songs of the Blackfoot People. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's um, like Herman Yellow Old Woman and Armin Duck Cheap. And like a, there's about seven dudes. But the entire recording to me is like top five recordings mm. for Indian music, you know? Hmm. It's just it's just a killer recording. It's just like man, it's every every song, and you don't you don't ever stop to really appreciate owl dance singing, and yeah, and the owl dance rhythm is different than like a round dance song or like a forty nine song. The yeah. the cadence of a round dance song is like running. It's like yeah. continuous. So the verses uh, just seem to be like seamless where like a round dance song, it like ends, you know, like, you know, the ends come in, boom, it drops. And then the leads usually dynamic where like right. all dance singing is not, it's not all dance singers in the way the songs are composed aren't powered by the lead. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, where like round dance singing has become this, well, for the last 30 years, 40 years has become lead driven. So the lead's got to sound good. Yeah. It's got to show off your voice. It's got to show off the song. But yeah. like owl dance singing, the verse is like, the verse is, yeah. it's got to right. flow. It's got to run, man. And yeah, it's, it's killer. It is. It is. Um, I, was, I just re- was remembering when you were talking about that. Um, uh, I remember Pat Kennedy, he had this drum and he, his one side, he said, this is, this is my round dance side. And then the other side, that's my owl dance side. That two different sounds, you know. And uh, so, so he he even recognized that there was the two different tones when he was gonna sing either a round dance or an owl dance I, tune. I would agree. I think the owl dance tone of singing, like they they typically, the when they have these owl dances, it's kind of a pingier sound. They like that hollow drum sound. That you know, not yeah. it's not. Um, I heard yeah. a guy say, my drum has a lot of bottom to it. So that's kind of talking about like the bass part of it. But all that singing was more driven by like the tone of a higher pitch drum and let the verse ride, right? So the verse yeah. takes the song and it rides. Or like a, like I was saying, like around that song is, it's more like on the attack of the drum. So it's like right. that you're hitting the drum yeah. and the song is determined by the lead. The lead sets up the song where the lead for an owl, for owl dance singing is not that way at all. That's right. I think you're right. Man, I just I love that. That is cool stuff, man. You know, and there's I think there's a lot there's a lot of details that um I think other folks know that we don't you know, I always wondered I always wondered and I, I never did inquire too deeply about it, but you know that that uh the uh, the Canadian style of, of round dance with the with the with the triple beat with where one's the the buzz you know I always wondered what what where did that come from what is the what is the origin the strum yeah, the strum what, what is the so if you if you ever if you ever listen to those Dene 
up north. Yeah. And they um their hand game songs, they're like and they use the back of their hand to mute the drum. Ah. And so uh one time I was singing push dance songs yeah. with a bunch of guys in Crow and the guy would mute one of the singers would mute an older guy would mute the drum. Oh, I asked him because by that point I was already singing like round dance tunes, you know? Yeah. So I asked him why he did that. He said, that way we're not competing with our drum. So I think the idea of, of the strumming as some yeah. people will call it in round dance singing. Yeah. Really came out of necessity that if you got 15, 20 guys in a circle hitting a drum as hard as they can, <laughs> and that the strum actually kills the sound it stops the reverb from the drum hmm. Hmm. so i don't know what do you think what do you think of that I, I i believe it sounds very practical you know i i've heard um i think i've heard uh mention that it was uh it was like a, a mimicry of airplanes flying over and i heard yeah. that too and i i could yeah. never track down where it really came from yeah, to, to kind of acknowledge the the battles, I, I suppose the World War One when the battles were going on. I I don't know, I don't know for sure. I I want to know. We're gonna get somebody on who knows. I think it comes that style comes from more like Saskatchewan, like Musaman and like Red Pheasant, and yeah. even the Nakoda reserves and stuff. Yeah. And then it spread from that hub of Thunderchild, and like then it spread. It's spread out. Hmm. We're talking within the last 80 years, you know? Right. And right, now right. it's like, pop, it's almost like pop music, you know? It is. Everybody does it. East east to west, south to north. It's become the norm. In which we lands? Should, and we should acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lead in. <laughs> New song should start with land acknowledgement. Every, oh, no. yeah, every, every song. I, I think if you're That's singing that style, you should acknowledge the origins in a in a, yeah. at least a 15 minute monologue prior to singing. Did you ever see that before? Apparently, I I, I never seen it, um, but um, I was told that there was a there was certain drum groups. This was in the 70s and 60s and they would they would proclaim or 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 say this song I'm gonna sing comes from these these and these such and such folks and then they'd sing it, you know, just a little just a little shout out, I guess. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've yeah. seen that. Or I've heard that on older recordings. It seemed to be real popular in like the early '80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, so bring it back, bring it back, guys. Where, bring it back. Where before each song they'll say this song was composed by so and so and yeah. was shown to me at this place and yeah we're gonna sing it here today like it's usually like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But think of how many people couldn't sing anymore if they had to do that isn't that like <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> every song <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. just like, but how many people don't want to acknowledge like no i made this song this is my song oh yeah song. oh there's a handful out there that would love to acknowledge themselves um, <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know what you mean. I you know this this generation of 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 I, I don't know. Every generation is different. 
every generation is a little different. They got their own challenges. And, um, you know, what I was mentioning earlier was this idea of the work of the past generation. So this, this, one of the things that kind of been bothering me recently, you know, you got this aim movement, you know, and that people died, you know, there was this battle and, and this whole generation kind of was trying to bring back our ways. But now, I, mean, well, I don't know about now anymore, but in the past, probably five, ten years, and probably still some people do it, but they make a mockery of this song, this AIM song that was sung during that yeah. uh, that time. And I never I never did. I'm um, guilty of it. Yeah, I, I've probably messed around a little bit. And as I've grown older, I, I, I begin to acknowledge that that's probably, I wasn't really the greatest thing to do because... Man, those people were were on the front lines. They were they were battling. They were putting their lives in danger in a way. And um, well, I think I I actually think how singers <clears throat> started making fun of it or not acknowledging that song was partly because of the way it's composed. Right. Because I think that's unarguable. I don't think that's dissing anybody. It is composed kind of different. It, it doesn't. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it has it has a flavor to it that doesn't liken itself to. Uh, I I don't know, I don't know what to say. It doesn't well, liken itself. That, to, what? It's got that seventies feel. It's got the seventies vibe. Yeah, it's like wearing an old pair of bell bottoms. Yeah, yeah. which I'm not like against. There was, a, there was a disco ball somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the disco ball of of tunes and that's not disrespecting no, it but. i've done it dude i i've dogged the song and i shouldn't have yeah 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 so that that the the feel of the land acknowledgement is somewhat like that for me it's like okay i hear these i hear these people trying they're trying to do something and it might be misguided and off and it's goofy and it's awkward but somewhere somewhere beyond all that through all through the veil of all that misunderstanding there's something there and there's something i think um the this next generation or our generation or any generation of native people has a, has an opportunity to to intercede or to to become active and say okay maybe maybe um let, let me let me let me have a conversation and let's try to guide this thing to something better and what is the answer to that what is the better thing or what is the next thing that might appease uh, more folks i don't know but I, I want to know from from you guys what, what what do you think what's what's what would be a better sign of mute, showing mutual respect on both ends so from both the indigenous community you know who maybe want to just dog on on the efforts and then maybe from the the non-native folks who are just kind of shrugging their shoulders like well I'm I'm trying but I just don't really know what to do what do you think I think it's funny I think it's funny because the people that would tend to step up to that and say, this is what I think you should do tend to be like the token. Uh, yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like it tends to be the people that shouldn't. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's like what Aaron and was the saying. People who actually have that, like, um, I don't know, I guess um, the better or like a, um, who are more open to uh, to just open to things? I, I think like that's that's where it's like gets so um, gray. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's like what Aaron was saying. You know, what what it's of no consequence to me if 
an institution does or doesn't do a gland acknowledgement. We got our we got work well, that we're doing. Go ahead. I I like um just going back to what I said earlier. Um the little the little things that we even do like on our on our roads nowadays is it's like kind of common to see a sign that has some language and the language might have the name of the place and I feel like that's that's something more unique and um even here where we live there's more than one tribe and more than one language and it's helped me to even break down some of my barriers and um I made an effort to try to pronounce the words in this other language that's here on our reservation. Um, and I don't think I would have ever done that before unless I unless I married somebody from that tribe. I mean, I don't think I would have made the effort to learn that. And then also along that line, um, off reservation, in the places where you tend to hear that acknowledgement being stated. Um, I know I got to help with the, um, they were doing like a redesign of a bridge and um, they wanted to find a way to acknowledge without saying it. And so they put the place name there at that bridge of what that, um, what the Salish used to call that place. And I thought that was cool. And that river is really used a lot for people who float in the summer. Yeah. And people will walk under that bridge a lot. And so uh -huh. they always see that, um, that there. And if they're up on the riverbank, there's like some historical information so it's not a land acknowledgement like a statement it's more of a yeah this is what this place is this is what happened here and i, I don't know if it's like getting forgotten but i don't hear that as much as i do this trend that's happening anymore like right. an actual monument or something that's permanent in place well not a monument but just um I know before when I used to work with Aaron, Aaron's the one who kind of conceptualized that with me is we we see the land as places. Like you it's marked out by places and that's how you understand how to navigate the land. And so yeah. being able to understand like what it's what it's called and in your language, it's really it's really helpful to know all of those things. And then when you go to explain those things and even if you're talking to a really knowledgeable elder they'll even refer to a place and it gives you some context as to where exactly that they're talking about yeah. and then what i know going a step further than that when you think about the intertribalness of it all if that <laughs> same place where i just mentioned that that river area um if the Blackfeet have a name for that too, then that means, I mean, that gives them a place there too. I mean, I don't have to sit there and defend myself over it. I just know if they call it something, then there you go. I mean, you got right. a, you got a name for it too. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, what about you, Aaron? What, 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 what do you see? What do you see as the thing that's going to, um, 
I guess, be a, a notch up from the efforts. I, li- I like the place name idea. I think that's like light years yeah. ahead of just a generic land acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it's undisputable, like she's saying, like it's undisputable, like even if a Blackfoot person or a Crow person or whatever, and then you, you have a suit person that says that. Yeah. They acknowledge this place with the suit name of this place is that. Yeah. Even if crows are like, you know, Wadenese yeah. a crow name or whatever, it's 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 whatever. That's between us and them, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't. It's just. I think it's a. It's like seems classier to me. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree. And, and then it it connects it to a to a larger piece of a, of a world view rather than to say uh, these people occupied this land. It's to say, okay, th- this is this particular river right here this was a crossing because it's called this or there Plus was people a, just learn something too you know yeah you learn audience will learn something yeah and you it, definitely take away more insight like by learning something rather than being told something right 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 yeah you're you're kind of populating a an otherwise for, for i guess for the for the naive person or for the person who is unaware of the history of a land you begin to populate that that um that area with with these activities with real life practical things rather than just um i guess it's an empty statement of occupation i don't know that, even, that's how i feel about it there's ahead, even what? like in even other indigenous people who don't know correct who might not know the language like it feels good to learn that like yeah. they don't have, maybe there's, there's a lot of people out there that don't have anybody to share with them, teach them that they've learned from. So that also brings it home for somebody to be able to learn that or be able to know that. Yeah, for sure. So what is then, I guess, what is the, um, what would be the, the take home message to any organization any even the native people who want to naysay or who who are maybe miss or misunderstand our message what is the what is the thing then that that can be done to um i guess take that step forward i mean sure we can we can know and and take in the place name but how, what do i mean does does it have to be a statement do we have to have this stated at every uh, function? <laughs> it gives know. it a real. It gives it a real like England vibe, like this, like hearey, hearey. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. crown. Like, it gives it that, like when really, I think it should just kind of be a natural thing, like yeah, <clears throat> like if like if you're visiting with an older person anywhere, they'll say you're just sitting there visiting. They'll be like, oh, I remember, I used to come here. Yeah. so-and-so lived here and they own some horses right here and we used to mess with the horses yeah like that's a natural way of acknowledging what was there before you and it never felt weird awkward cheesy yeah. nothing you know yeah so the, the rehearse thing- like the rehearsed thing like the <laughs> on this day of our lord <laughs> four score and seven years ago <laughs> Then the Battle of Gettysburg. <laughs> Go ahead. What? Well, I don't know. It's probably I all think, off. <laughs> I think, I think the 
the way it comes out like in a physical sense is pretty helpful I mean if you see something um you think about it in context of language revitalization and yeah just like I was saying earlier like I am language that has that's not my language but I wouldn't have done that if I didn't care so much about where I lived. And so the place where I live, I can say it in Salish and Kootenai, you know, but I'm not Kootenai, you know, and, and it's nice to be able to see that or to see the physical sense of it. I mean, you see it all over, um, you see it all over the place. Like if somebody builds a building and they want to, have established that area they'll put the date of the building on the building yeah. you know and it's like um people who are proud of that way of life they can always refer to that in a, a historical sense and they like that you know they like their the ability to be able to refer to that and i think it's the same like showing somebody physically where something is at is I think I feel like those were we were we were going good for a long time. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, there was a lot of work in in the place names, uh, genre of things, and um, it, it kind of bled into the non-native communities. But um, this land acknowledgement business seemed I don't know if it took took it over, but I mean it's become very prominent. So what I'm hearing then is we need to promote some natural, some natural, um, I don't know, natural and casual uh, uh, commentary about a certain Organic. place. What's that? What'd you say? Organic. Organic. <laughs> we we need to promote a plant-based uh, conversational <laughs> method of uh, <laughs> inserting a, uh, a statement that makes us all feel good yeah what what is it what are you saying is she saying no something? no we need to bury we need to bury bury the hatchet we, we need to bury oh. some gold and make we need to bury <laughs> some gold and make us bury some no bury some gold bury and some then gold. what <laughs> make, i can't make a map. oh bury some gold and make a, a treasure map yeah with place names on it <laughs> <laughs> The clue is a place yes. name. The We're clue is located in a book written by such and such person that describes the history and plight of the Native American. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, let's start fundraising. How much do you think it would take for a large group of people to locate some money and go fund me? Kickstarter. We're gonna have a Kickstarter. We're gonna. I we're think. Gonna try to, I th- yeah. Go ahead. I think I've exhausted my internet. What? You're out of minutes? Yeah. <laughs> he's out of minutes. minutes? I'm I think barely I getting you. I think he's out I think he's out of minutes. Oh. I'm out of minutes. He's out of minutes. <laughs> Hold on. I got a calling card. I got a card. Yeah, yeah. We got the Remember there was a guy. Yeah, the the, the guy who hit the guy hole. who did that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it called? I can't remember his name, but Salisha's cutting out too. I know, bad, but yeah. it sounds crazy. <laughs> Aaron, are you getting this? Is your 
is Aaron cutting out too? Aaron, maybe it's. I bet it's Salisha and I, because we're on the same internet. We're using it up. Okay, Salisha said he, he made a map. Yeah, hit some gold somewhere. So what I think we need to do is we're going to start a GoFundMe to uh, uh, procure some gold bullion, and then we will proceed to bury that somewhere in a uh, place. And then um, we'll use that as a platform to launch the new, the new, new land acknowledgement so system. Card. <laughs> what? She still has a calling card. <laughs> That's what's funny. <laughs> uh, they just found it this past year. Yeah. Yuli's Gold. Or is, is that, that's Yuli's Gold. That's a show, ain't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm way well, off. I can say that in the 90s, <laughs> calling cards were like gold. The gold. <laughs> yeah. Calling cards were the gold of the 90s. They were. They were. You had to have. <laughs> well, I think Salisha is all locked up. Salisha, you there? Salisha? Can't hear her. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, we I lost. I think you it. might have lost. Yeah, no, uh, no, I'm here. You're here. Okay, yeah. let's here. well, let's wrap this up here. Let's wrap this up. Let's okay. wrap this. What What's the take home message? Because you know we should come up with the solution. We 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 um we went around and talked about things that were important. But if there's somebody listening, native or non-native, and saying, "Hey, I I I like these land acknowledgments," what what are you guys saying? What's what's the what's the message that you're trying to convey? Just so we're not confusing. What are you trying to say? Anybody? Go. Go. Oh, are you talking to us? Yeah. Acknowledgement. I, I would say I would say um maybe do the place name thing, polish it up. Don't you know, don't overdo it. You don't need to overdo it. Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would say thank you, but maybe try the next step. Which would be what? Just going deeper in in your um, personal uh, search for rightness. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what it's really about. The people that say it, you know, they're they're just trying to like make right with the world or whatever they want to they want to validation themselves for even being there and yeah and, and that's not i mean it's like you know like i've heard quite a few people like white guilt you know right and like um so like we don't want to shame people for what right. they're trying to do and um right i think it's really easy to do that and so, um, like trying to say it in the night in a nicer way of like just just try to go deeper and yeah maybe hear some people that are from this area, um, and not just one or two right right but like multiple people and multiple different opinions. Yes, that's really important. I think. Very, very important. You know, there's there's pockets of cultural folks that they don't want to be in the spotlight. They don't want to be asked. They don't want to. They don't want to help nobody outside of their own community because they they are doing the work in their community, and and all these other things are just 
you know they they're reserved for 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 things that are outside of the the purview of what they think are important. So that's why you get you can get some misinformation from from folks about what what is right for native folks. You know because this it's just the fact that we, we native folks come from a, a diverse background of understanding of our own cultural histories and you know i think it's important that we understand that and non-native folks understand that as well that one opinion doesn't cover every opinion and one person's fact might not be right uh, or correct for the whole group so really important message there yeah is is and you know in in science and in anything anything you do you always want to get validation and that um, work to do that is pretty important. Salisha, what you got? Salisha? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Um, I agree. I think that it's important. It's kind of like what I said earlier. I see it as somebody's trying to make some type of effort. And um, I think it's important to validate that because if you don't validate it, I feel like we're taking a step backwards. Um right. But just to get that far and then maybe be a part of a solution as opposed to the not the solution, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. trying to trying to help um, have forward positive um, because ultimately it's not even really about us. It's about our kids, you know, and right. trying to make it better for our kids. so. I think that's kind of where my mind goes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to talk to the uh, administrator of a program or an organization and an institution and they said, help us, what do we do? I'm, I I don't know what to do. What, what would be the recommendation? I would tend to sway toward the thing I was talking about this, you know, during this time is, just the place name you know it's really important i feel like that's a part of our identity it grounds us it makes us connected to where we're at it gives us our sense of where we belong um, and where our ancestors came from and just being able to um i feel like that's almost the opposite of shaming when you're educating somebody who who their their ancestors um, migrated here yeah at least it's acknowledging we didn't migrate here we were just here and if we did it's because of our the reservation history that happened but Mm -hmm. you know just i feel like that's pretty important that level of detailed education right right yeah that makes me think of that makes me think of something is like shundane when you asked that question if you were going to say what would you say to like an administrator um so what if, like, so you tell that administrator, like, what you think they should do about the name placement, but then you tell them, but you're going to have to find out. So, like, then you put them in that in- indigenous research, researchers' shoes, like, what it is, what it, what it takes to, like, for how off, how many land acknowledgments would we see if that administrator couldn't just ask his Indian friend what to say or whose land he's on or look up on the app, but he had to actually like go to an elder to ask them or multiple yeah. elders yeah. some what it's called, how you say it. Right. Right. 
like that that's what makes a real change in a person's like it's heart <laughs> but you know like in heart a of hearts like <laughs> no i get it i get it like you know, I mean, when you actually have to make a, a real step in that direction rather yeah. than just so don't looking it up. Yeah, don't put don't put the work back onto the indigenous people you want to recognize. I mean, cripes, man. We, what what have we done? What have we done? What are <laughs> we haven't done nothing. We're just trying to live, you know, and then to be placed with the burden of crafting a I, I don't know. Even consulting and all that—that just seems like, that's. I mean, that's the kind of work I would I would enjoy doing. You know, saying okay, here's here's some ideas, but not everybody would enjoy that. They're like, oh, you, do it do it yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Not in a mean way, but go go do some work. Go do. Some this work. is who I would who I would ask if I were you, type of thing. Like, oh, I would go ask this person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You Give know, some suggestions. Them that, like giving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's a good way. Um I, I know we're not gonna come up with all of the answers. Um but I think it's something that needs further discussion. I think it's something that um you know, young young native native scholars and native people who are into activism and trying to find uh, you know, their their place in, in in that kind of environment, I think it's um, something that we all need to work on to guide uh, those younger people in a way. And I'm sure there's a lot that we can learn um, from their own uh, experiences because we, I mean, we, a lot of us have been through it. We've had our own experiences, but I, I don't know. There's just a, a lot more in this issue and it, and this, this idea of the land acknowledgement is just one small piece of a larger puzzle of, of of uh diversity and inclusion and that's just that's a whole nother a whole nother talk that's a whole nother episode that we could jump into but just making one these small efforts i think are are very important so i i don't know anything anything else what what else you think i think we've exhausted it what do you guys think yeah i agree that's it just agree <laughs> I think you're right. We exhausted it. I move to bring this meeting to close. <laughs> I, acknowledge, I acknowledge that this meeting has occurred. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to go on in my life. I would like to move to um, close this session of TRS. The podcast. I don't know. Okay, I seen a yawn. Um, we're done. All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode. And if you want to learn more about what we're up to, go ahead and search Tribal Research Specialists in Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. And uh, check out our other sites. And uh, if you want to contribute to the show, go ahead and look us up on Patreon. We would appreciate your donations.